Hello and welcome to Louisa TV. The theme for this week is past lives. I will be sharing a series over the next four weeks, one episode a week, I hope, of four of my past lives that I'd like to share with you each week. I'll be exploring a different past life memory, a different person, a different time, a different period in history. I actually believe that all my lives are happening in the infinite now. All of my lives are happening concurrently. The emotional signature of these lives are all the same. It's as if we're different personalities sharing the same soul and the same heart. Some of these lives have bled over into my life as Louisa and there are recurring people in my past life memories that I have met in my life as Louisa. It's funny how sometimes you meet people and you take an instant like or an instant dislike to them or you can meet someone and have an instant rapport which would normally have taken a lifetime to build. I've had many memories of past lives, some clearer than others, and I can describe it as if remembering moments of, as a child. The, the pieces are so real and they come in fragments, fractal elements, like scenes from a movie, and they don't always happen sequentially. But the vibrational signature and the emotional signature is always the same. It's a knowing and each one has a slightly different signature for each personality. And then there's the sifting and sorting of the pieces and putting it together. I've learned so many things from my past lives well, and also in my life as Louisa. There's central themes and elements that have come throughout my lives that I'll discuss at the end and I'll offer you some simple tools of how potentially to connect to your own past life memories. Okay, so I know this is passion harvest, but I kind of feel weird sharing these memories. They're so personal to me. And I know Passion Harvest, is, you can just about do anything on Passion Harvest, but I'm really stretching my boundaries here, which is a good thing in the hope that I may inspire you in some way to experience some of your own and explore your past life memories. Or there is the option if you suffer from insomnia, this, these episodes may just put you to sleep. This particular episode that I'm going to talk about today, I have been known to put someone to sleep. I must say I did go into great detail with this memory, which I won't do today because we don't have the time. This first part is my favourite past life memory, my favourite personality a woman I've grown very fond of who has given me a beautiful gift. Her name is Iksha and she lived in a desert region before the birth of Christ. Iksha seems to be the most uh, similar in vibration to me, Louisa. I'll talk about Iksha in the first person. Um, she first came to me in 2019 over a period of intense period of 10 days. 
And that's 10 days in my time of Louisa, whereas on the other side are my memories or my visions of Iksha, in fact, happened for a lot longer. Her life bled over into mine quite extremely. And the people in this life, this life that I experienced or I'm experiencing or remembering as Iksha are ever present in my life as Louisa. I'll start from my first and earliest memories of Iksha. I woke up in a cave. It was a very small cave and I was disorientated. I knew I'd just woken up and I felt fur or skins on the bottom of the cave. It was very small. It probably could, was about two lengths the size of my body and I couldn't sit up. The cave ceiling was so low. It was quite dark inside the cave, but there was a small opening to my right. And as I focused, I saw two legs. I knew they were male legs. And I knew that that, that, mat, that it was a man standing there for my protection. These scenes come in snippets and they're not always overflowing, but I'll detail exactly what I know intuitively and what to be true. I then knew that I was hiding in this cave from a desert storm and outside there was a small army waiting for me and beasts. I still go back to think of the animals. I can't visually see the animals. I can only energetically feel them. I crawl out of the cave and I'm outside. I look down and I'm barefoot. I have, I'm wearing comfortable robes. My face is covered. I look at my hands, they're slightly darker in colour. My skin colour is slightly darker than now. And my body feels lighter. It is much a much slighter build than I am as Louisa, but I still feel very strong. The men call out, Iksha, Iksha, and I don't know what they're talking about. And the next moment, <clears throat> I know I'm in a carriage. It's, I'm going to call it a carriage. It was a box to be transported in. It was very comfortable. It looked like someone had placed the furs on the bottom of the box that I was being transported in. There was cushions and it was even much larger than the cave. It could easily fit six people. What I remember so clearly is the rocking. I wasn't sure if I liked the rocking but it, it was monotonous and enabled me to rest and kept me out of the sunlight. There was a small opening at the back of the carriage, a rectangle opening where I could look out and see. And at the front of the carriage, there was a small square opening enough to put a hand through. And I knew that the same guard that had been standing outside the cave was sitting at the front of this carriage. After a while, the rocking subsided and we found ourselves outside a very large city wall. I looked down with my mind's eye and I couldn't see sand. It was as if we were now traveling on a road made of crushed rocks. They were light in color and the walls of the city 
were very large stones, white in colour, huge. It was almost like a big fortress. I knew we needed to rest from the desert storm and I believed that the beasts and the men were very tired. Lots of things were communicated to me telepathically or I intuitively knew I don't remember so much of communication or dialogue. It just was. So we stopped outside this city and my guard stepped down from the carriage and I do remember some sort of negotiation. I knew what I needed to do. I closed my eyes and I lifted my consciousness. It was very, very specific, this part. It was an out-of-body experience. And what I was able to do, almost rise up like an eagle, I was able to project my consciousness above the city. I was able to look for danger. It was almost as if I was scanning an architectural blueprint or drawing I was able to see all the buildings. I was able to see the heights of the buildings. And it was almost as well that I had a heat map looking for energies and people. I scanned the city. I remember looking with my mind's eye left and right. And I also looked at the surrounding area and the surrounding walls for danger. This didn't take long at all for me to do, even this, even though this was a very detailed task. I think I was proficient and very gifted at doing this. And I thought to myself as Louisa, ah, I am Iksha and I have the gift of sight. That was what I thought. The funny thing is I later Googled this and Ikshana means sight in Sanskrit. I then recall the guard coming to me and saying, is it safe? And I said, yes, it's safe for one night. Will we safest residing in the inner courtyard just near the front entrance and we'll leave tomorrow. I also knew there was a small army coming that would arrive in a day or two. That is why we needed to leave tomorrow. We went inside the city and I stayed in my carriage. The men slept around me and my main guard, the only one I communicated with, put his hand through the square hole at the front of the carriage and held my hand. And I knew this was an extra measure of protection for my safety. I recall being woken up. There was a spirit in my carriage. I wasn't afraid. It was that of a man and he watched me. That's all I recall that him watching me. I also then felt energetically the people of the town <clears throat> calling my name, Iksha, Iksha, interested in this, this woman who had the sight or the gift, which was a very valuable asset in those days. I felt I was a commodity of a powerful man, a very valuable asset that had the intuitive consciousness and capability to transcend time and distance and look for threats or danger. I was almost like an energetic telescope. As we were leaving the next day, the next scene, 
I stopped my main guard, the only one I conversed with. I felt intuitively and very, very strongly that there was a woman being held against her will in a three-storey stone building. All the buildings were in fact stone in this city. That was nothing uncommon in those days, a woman and a woman of no means to be held against her will. But I directed my guard to save her or collect her. I told her him her exact location. This woman felt familiar to me as if I knew her. He brought her into my carriage. She was at first hesitant and afraid, but then grateful that I had rescued her. After that time, all I remember is the rocking and the traveling. And then a couple of days into it, I, Louisa, thought Iksha was dying. I felt this so strongly. Her pain transferred to mine. And for two days in the life of Louisa, I couldn't move for the stomach pains. I was sure Iksha was dying and it was fine to understand this past life memory and receive her experiences and her gifts, but I didn't want this transference of pain. It was somehow we got too intertwined within each, with each other, too close. Somehow our worlds had collided too closely and I didn't necessarily know if this was a good thing. I thought, what would happen if she died? What would happen to Louisa? I then realized that Iksha was in fact in childbirth and she was very close to dying. And I realized the incredible pains that I was experiencing was mimicking her own birthing pains. If it wasn't for the woman in the carriage who helped her and healed her, she would definitely, most definitely have died. I also know that in those times, Iksha could not have had a child for the reason that one thought her gifts would diminish if she was impure. I also know that Iksha encouraged this misconception. It allowed her greater freedoms. Iksha survived and the next vision I see of her, she arrives at a luxurious courtyard. The many months of travel had been over. And she feels safe. And she is off the carriage gratefully and I see the woman holding her baby, stepping out of the carriage and the woman claims the child as her own. She lives with Iksha and the secret is safe with them. This is such a real memory for me, a past life memory. And at one point it came, became so intertwined within my life. The thing is, about a year and a half ago, I really needed some help with some things and I employed a woman who came into my life like an angel when I needed her most. 
actually she wasn't that good she <laughs> she couldn't and she couldn't speak a word of english but i instinctively loved her and her name was sonia i just felt an instant rapport with her and it was funny i haven't and i now know that sonia is the woman that was in the carriage with me i have no doubt in my mind that that is her i haven't told her yet i thought that might be a bit much of a stretch and i i'm pretty sure she doesn't watch passion harvest but if i do if she does i'm sure she'll let me know about a month into sonia helping me i remember sitting on the balcony i think i was having lunch and what i believed was her mother in the non-physical came to me and she bombarded me with so much information i thought gosh louise you've got the worst memory in the world you better write this down so i wrote down all these details about her mother and her mother's life and sonia and her siblings and her mother's hopes for sonia for the future and i think it was a few days later i remember standing in the kitchen with sonia thinking and deliberating do i tell her this this is another weird moment louisa and i said to sonia i think i have a message from your mother and sonia said to me in the words to some effect my mother went to god last week and i didn't know i didn't know her mother had passed and i still have this beautiful vision of sonia and i hugging in the kitchen crying and me reading the piece of paper and telling her all that i knew when her mother mother had came to communicate through me for sonia and i still remember sonia asking for the piece of paper and it was a really scribbled piece of paper with all my notes from her mother and she so carefully and delicately placed it in her bag it's funny these intertwining of lives i have no doubt that Sonia is the woman that saved me. The funny thing is Sonia is so grateful to me for employing her when no one else would. But I don't think she's grateful for that. I think she's grateful because I saved her on that day in the life of Iksha. And the other thing is she doesn't even need to be grateful to me. I'm the one that's grateful to her for saving me. The last piece is and I've just more recently come to this realization that my niece in this life as Louisa is in fact Ikshar's child. I have no doubt about this now. And Sonia and my niece have the most incredible bond. It's quite uncanny. So here are some tips, some very simple tips to help you if you choose to experience your past life memories number 1 believe it to be true believe and ask for it number 2 meditate meditate for me was really essential taking me to a deeper state and a relaxed state of consciousness consciousness while i'm not sleeping i'm still in a deep state able to remember my experiences Number 3, I didn't do this but many people suggest this write down your dreams it talks to you about your subconscious something we're not often aware of and number 4, patience and passion. 
be patient. Not everything happens at once. And if there is no time, it doesn't really matter the time and passionate, be passionate about it when you're passionate and dedicated about something. I'm sure I guarantee that you will see rewards. What I have learned about my past life experiences is that we're here, our lives, our life is a pinprick in the bigger picture of things. Don't sweat the small stuff. It's the moments and the memories that matter. It's the emotions that you take with you, not the material possessions. Stop and look at a sunrise and lick an ice cream. What matters are the relationships, the relationships we have with ourselves and with others. Treat others kindly and love those people that journey alongside you and tell, you, tell them what they mean to you often. Each moment is a lesson to learn and grow and everything is going to be okay. We are eternal and love is what it's all about. On a final note, I'm excited and I feel ready to offer you a new service called Intuited Reading. Basically what this means, I have realized I have able to access portals of remembering to provide you with information that you are ready to receive at this point in time. If you want to find out more about it, the link to find out more or book will be in the show notes below or head over to the Passion Harvest website shop page for more details. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And it's going to be an exciting episode next week. Please leave a comment or question below. I will answer it much. Love to you all. Until next time. Bye for now.